0: This show is brought to you by... Six years old, baby. Productions. Greetings, salutations, and every other fancy welcome you can think of. Welcome into our new D&D podcast. Our show is called Team Clock, a Natural One D&D Adventure. My name is Mike, but you can call me Dia Mike if you're nasty. And let's be honest, if you're adding a new D&D podcast to your rotation, you're all dirty, dirty little goblins. You may know me from my time on the Twisted Cape or any of my guest appearances from a bunch of my friends' shows, and I'm happy that you've decided to join me here with this new endeavor. There will be a show to briefly introduce you to the members of the show and the world that we'll be playing in, but I wanted to drop an episode specific to the rules we're using on this show. Just in case I get the emails or tweets or whatever they're called now saying, that's not how it's supposed to work in 5e. I want to be able to say, well, actually, and point back to this episode specifically. Up front, yes. Yes. We start everything using D&D 5e. It's the most recent, and that's what most people use right now, and those are the rules that I'm most familiar with. That said, this is a homebrew campaign, which, if you're new to D&D, means it's not a previously written campaign, and it's all made up. My players are new to D&D. This is my first go at being a DM, so there are times where we have to do some consulting or make a call on the fly. At my table, the very first rules to have fun So if the written rule can be bent without breaking the game, and it's a fun experience for my guys, I'll probably do it. For instance, in combat, using a potion to heal is usually an action. We all come from video gaming together, and there you can heal instantly, most of the time. Early on, I had the players drink a potion so that they could always use a healing potion in combat for free. It's only one per turn, so they can't go crazy and abuse it, but it's an opportunity to heal without completely foregoing a turn. This also applies to weapon swapping, as some players will routinely go between ranged and melee combat. Additionally, I made cantrips a free action in combat. My thought there is, if it's something that you know and you can cast at will, there's no reason it should cost you an action. Currently, only one player has cantrips, so it isn't a big deal. I've created a store with, for lack of a better term, legendary weapons. Many of these magic weapons have special effects that are very specific in their language. The players can only get information on one item per day each from the store, so that's a total of three items. Once that is exhausted, if they ask about it again, that counts as their ask for the day. So I obviously encourage them to take notes or ask them to do a history check to see if they remember. Just as a side note, none of these weapons can be modified with like a fire or poison, etc. These things are powerful enough and we don't really need to go altering them anymore and breaking the game. With movement, I have adjusted the rule as it relates to multiple movement types. If a character has walk and flight speed, they can use both. If they have walk and climb speed, both. I just feel like it makes things a little more interesting when we get around to combat situations. Real decisions have to be made, and strategies have to be deployed. I like watching my players solve problems. We're also not perfect. After editing the first few episodes, we messed up some rules, and we're adjusting those moving forward. The help action adds two to roles rather than adding advantage. Our rows used a bonus action for two-weapon fighting, and then a second bonus action for hide, which we'll address. There are a few misinterpretations of rules at times. It's okay. I refer you back to rule number one. The guys have fun, and I'm going to keep it fun for them so that it's fun for you as a listener. Just be aware that we're keeping an eye on everything, and if we make an adjustment, we will. We know there's some volume issues in the first couple of episodes, and we'll address that in the future for you. All right, let's talk about some fun things I've added to the campaign. There is an area where players can go to gain some buffs or one-time abilities to use. Sometimes the players use it, sometimes they don't. Completely up to them. It can be in addition to a skill check, or convert a 1 to a 20 automatically, or can debuff an enemy. It's really about the roll of the dice. I also love it when my players take care of their equipment. When they do things to take care of their weapons during rests, I give them advantage on their next attack roll. Just like I tell my kids, if you take care of your things, they last and they do good things for you. Now I want to talk about the dreaded natural one. Now, I got tired of thinking up a new fail for every net 1 that came my way. And my players seemed to roll a lot of them. And I heard a concept on a podcast that I listened to, and I implemented that system. So moving forward, all net 1s are subject to the chaos curse. We'll talk more about that when we talk about the overall world. I briefly want to touch on death in D&D. It's never a fun thing to talk about, but we might as well address it. First of all, all the players have mounts, and they are effectively immortal. I told the players that unless they do something stupid like ride off a cliff, the mounts will never die. After all, they are giant versions of our pets, and it's my way of keeping them around forever. They can go down in combat, but no death for them. Players, however, is a different story. These guys can absolutely die. In fact, we did a playtest that is actually in-world so I could teach them about the game, and I brutally murdered those characters, which are not these characters. However... It's not the end for for these guys and their characters, should they die. I have systems in place that, should someone die in combat, their story will continue. How that looks will depend completely on the players and how they approach the situations presented to them. Alright, we're going to now move into some show-specific notes. Unfortunately, you, dear listener, are not jumping in at the very beginning of the campaign. We've been playing for a little bit, and the players are just about level 5 as of time of this recording. Because we don't want you to be lost, we're going to do a story-so-far episode, which should catch you up, and you'll get a recap at the beginning of each episode. We recently did have a player who sadly had to bow out of the campaign, which sucks for us, but it happens. You will hear us reference him at times. If he decides to come back, we'll do an introduction for him down the road. Uh, But overall, this story is meant for for four-player characters, so as a result, I'm playing a character as well. We may eventually add another player, and then I won't play anymore, but we may not. Either way, the fun we have together is the biggest thing for us. A quick note is that all of us are family folks, and this show is literally being recorded in my dining room as of right now. So there might be some noise from dogs or kids or doors or wives or etc. We will edit those things out as much as possible, but just know they're probably going to pop up from time to time. Finally, we do big, long sessions, like five or six hours at the table. So episodes will rarely get a clean start or stop, but we'll try. You may get part of a previous episode in a new episode so that there's context for the last thing that happened if we can make it work, but it won't be too crazy. At the very least, like we said earlier, you'll get a quick recap from either me or our other editor, Wes, in the beginning of the episodes. We'll try to keep the episodes between 60 and 80 minutes. But some episodes will be longer or shorter based on where it falls. And that's it. Thanks for listening to this rules episode, and I hope you're excited to jump into this campaign, and we're excited to share it with you. Please follow us on the platform formerly known as Twitter at TeamClockPod, that's T-E-A-M-C-L-O-K-P-O-D, all one word, uh, and you can send us an email to TeamClockPod at gmail.com. If you're interested, you can help support the show at Patreon.com slash TeamClockPod. There are currently two tiers to help support us. Head on over and check it out. We'll see you on release day Thursday. This was a show from... Six years old, baby. Productions.